Tonight we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Now again, I do this every year because a lot of people still haven't a clue what it is. In fact, I was up at the, the mall the other day and one of our parishioners works up there and she, wanted, she introduced me to one of the people she works with. And they were sitting there talking, you know, as people, she isn't Catholic and everything. And she says, Father, yes, I said, you're not one of those ones that believe in Vatican Council too, are you? And I says, oh dear. And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I guess, of course. I says, why? What's wrong with the Vatican Council too? And she says, that stuff about the Immaculate Conception. You don't believe that stuff, do you? I said, oh, that's much older than Vatican II. Much older than Vatican II. I said, my gosh, it's been taught from the beginning. It's always been taught that Mary was immaculately conceived. Now, it wasn't... Uh, uh, promulgated by the Pope because it never even was questioned until this last century. And then the Pope says, okay, just in case anybody's wondering, yes, we always taught this. Yes, this, that's what we believe. You know, it's not like all this garbage that's happening right now in the courts. You know, I always thought finally today it'd be over. And then I'm sitting there watching, I'm thinking, oh, oh, oh. Anyway, but again, it's, thanks be to God, we're not these people that sit there and say, well, let's vote about this. You know, let's think, is this okay? Isn't it okay? And, you know, it's always been taught, revealed, the Immaculate Conception. Now, the Immaculate Conception has to do with Mary. Mary, at the moment of her conception, when Joachim and Anne, her parents, what we call them, had sex one night, the moment they conceived the child... That child was Mary, and at that moment, the graces of Christ that would happen at Calvary was poured over her at that second. And at the moment of her conception, she was freed from original sin. That's why she can still cry out in the Magnificat in Luke's Gospel, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my... Savior, because she was saved by her son at the moment she was conceived. And the reason she was saved at the moment of her conception by the merits of Christ, because there's no salvation outside of Christ, is that she could bring forth the Son of God in flesh that was not sinful because it would be her blood that flowed through the veins of Jesus. Huh? Now, and where this comes from is that second reading today. And I want you to go if you have a pew Bible, and if not, if you have the little blue things that we're using this year, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. And this is, if you have a pew Bible, it's in uh, page 1278. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Now, this is saying this about Mary, but it's saying this for all of us here. And Paul says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has bestowed on, who has blessed us in Christ, every spiritual blessing in the heavens. We need to get bigger print in these Bibles. Jeez. Holy cow. As he chose us in him, before the foundation of the world, or like they said in the reading, before the world began to be holy and blameless in his sight. So, from the moment of all Mary, before the world began, 
was created, chosen by God to be holy and blameless. And he predestined us as he predestined her to do this. God chose us to be like that. Now, Mary, though she was predestined, and though she sat there and she was freed from original sin from the moment of her conception, still had free will. The greatest gift God has given to any of us. You know, so often I sit there and look at God and say, God, this, I don't want my free will anymore. You know, you can take it. Just make sure I always do what you want me to do. And he, as much as I keep asking him, he never does that to me. Huh? He always makes sure that I get a chance to sin. I'm just so grateful. You know, and so the reality is, but he'll never take that away. The greatest gift God has given to any of us is our freedom of choice to choose him or not. And of course, today in the gospel and in the first reading, we see two people choosing. Huh? Now, every choice, of course, has consequences. We go to the Old Testament, to the book of Genesis. I'm not going to open to it. How many times have I told the story? In the book of Genesis, you see this woman, Eve. And Eve's sitting there doing her own thing, and all of a sudden, she is tempted. And she goes, and she gives in, and she sins. And sin basically always, as I sit there and I teach my little children at prep, sin is to disobey God. It's saying no to the will of God in my life. And that's what Eve did. No, you don't decide. I will become like God, and I decide. And again, that's the sin of today. It's the sin of the world. We want to decide what's sinful or not. We want to decide if okay, if abortion's okay, or if it's not okay. We want to decide if sex before marriage is okay, or if it's not okay. We want to decide if, uh, if I could get drunk and not, and not get drunk. You know, one of my kids that's off at school right now, we got in an email thing the other day, and I said, stop drinking, you're not old enough. And he started fighting back, and so he hasn't talked to me in a week and a half. Because I said, it isn't God's will for you to drink. Oh, Father, I hate when you do that. And I says, and as an example of that, sin always brings division. And you'll be mad at me, and you won't talk to me, and you'll be all upset over this, and all because, and it's a, just a pure example. Sin always brings division. It always brings death. It always brings pain. It always brings suffering. Sin always kills us. In Romans it says the wages of sin is death. So we get to operate our free will, and when we do these things, we pay the consequences. To sin is to die. God says, I let you sin, whatever you want to do, go for it. But when you decide with your free will, then you will decide also now you get the full consequence of your sin. And so Eve shows what that is. No to God is death. Now you get Mary in the gospel. Mary is confronted with the will of God, and she says, yes. And when she says, yes, then God is incarnate within her. Then when she says, yes, she brings life to herself, her soul, her Savior. She says yes, and she brings life to the world. Our salvation is conceived within her. When she says yes, now she brings true life. When she says yes, she, now she brings true love. When she says yes, predestined from all eternity, but not made to say yes. Still that free will. 
to say yes to the will of the Father. God has predestined you and me just as he predestined Mary to say yes to his will. He predestined you and me to be holy and blameless in his sight. And again, if you don't believe that, you didn't have to be a Christian. You didn't have to be born here. You could have been born in the middle of Ungaganga or whatever and never known God and never heard about God and sat there and prayed to some big rock. But God chose you from all eternity to not only know God, but to know his son, to know his salvation, to know his presence in the blessed sacrament, to know the reality, the fullness of revelation. God chose you. And he's given you all the tools to be holy and blameless. And then he sits there and says to you and to me tonight, will you say yes to me and to life as Mary did? Or will you continue to say no? Now again, throughout our days, we say yes and no sometimes, huh? <laughs> well, today was one of those days of prep, you know. We had, to, it was a great idea the headmaster came up with. Well, you know, the prep kids are leaving, the football players, and so let's say mass in the auditorium before the kids take off, and then we can have a rally. And I'm like, oh, I told you taking a lot of cava cava this morning. That's what I take to help me not go crazy. Cava cava, it's a great herb. Get it, it's great. It's better than the one you smoke, huh? You can just sit there and take this herb. It's very nice. Anyway, so it settles you down, and I says to him, I should have taken a lot of cava cava this morning. And he goes, maybe, because I'm ready to kill people. Because they're coming in with the TV cameras, and we're getting ready to say mass. The kids are going, ah! Now, they're not doing that for Jesus. They're doing it for a football. And I'm going crazy, and I'm like, oh, okay, Lord, now, just settle down, let's settle down. And I'm saying no to God's will, and then I really want to do your will, and then I'm going to kill them, and then yes, and I'm going back and forth, and I became even Mary, even Mary, even Mary about ten times this morning. And then I'm sitting in class today, and it was a real nice class. I went and I was giving a test, and I looked at a kid, and I said, son, you weren't, you, he, he blew off my class today, so I said to him, son, go down and get a pass. And tell me why you weren't there. Huh. You think I'm coming back, Father. You have another thing coming. I became Eve real fast. I said, get out of my class. And then he said, shut up. Oh! <laughs> I start chasing him out, and I said, get out of this room. Get out of here forever. <laughs> I said, forever I said to this kid I never want to see you it was one of those moments huh where I wasn't being yes to the will of the father I was saying yes to father Larry's will and wanting to deal with a wonderful son of grace but you see how we can go back and forth and then after I did that, I still should have yelled at him, but I shouldn't have yelled at him like forever, stay out here forever, you know. But the reality in the midst of all that, how we struggle every day in our life to do it our way or to do it God's way. When we do it our way, it always brings destruction and death, no matter what. It does. When we do it God's way, it always brings life and love. Maybe the kid needed life and love today instead of a kick in the pan. 
But I think he needed a kick in the pants, too. But in another way, maybe, huh? <laughs> Not forever! Yeesh! <laughs> What's the matter? Today, God calls each of us to imitate Mary, to say yes to him. And when we, you and I say yes to him today in every moment of our life, and we strive to do that, chosen before time to do that, when we cooperate with that, then we'll bring peace to our families, the places where we work, to our schools, to our communities. And they so much want Jesus. And Jesus will come to them through us when we say yes. You got it? You get it? Good.